Hello and welcome to the Creepy Cryptid Crypt Podcast. Black Widow here. Today I am joined by the infamous Dr. Manhattan. Greetings. Today we are going to talk about a very creepy cryptid creature that we saw in a movie recently. Uh, you just said the name of it and I already forgot. Antlers. There you go. Super good movie. It was good. Super good. Um, so without further ado, let's get right into it, and I will spin you a tale of cannibalism, dark woods, creepy red eye holes, and all kinds of other things. Uh, so the cryptid we are talking about is called the Wendigo, and I put in this note, I'm making you read it before I say it, so I don't get yelled at for saying it incorrectly, but Mm. here we are. I forgot. I'm sure there's a fancier pronunciation out there somewhere there's like 17 variations of the wendigo name so if i'm saying it incorrectly i apologize in advance but there are 17 variations so we're just going to make the way i'm saying it variation 18 yes um and a lot of those variations have like american indigenous tribes and it's the name for that cryptid in their native language So the Wendigo is this big, scary-ass motherfucker. Like, they're reported to be as tall as, like, 15 feet. And as we discussed, uh, they have antlers, usually, on their head area. And the head kind of, the very, mm, words, it looks like a couple of different things. So in some depictions, it looks like, like a goat head with a fuck ton of antlers, or in other depictions, it's like a deer skeleton head with a fuck ton of answer, antlers. And then in some depictions, it's um, like the head of a wolf with a bunch of antlers. So I think in the movie, it's kind of like... Definitely had the antlers, but it was more like a, a deer head skull, but with like really big teeth. Like they weren't herbivore teeth, right? It's also sort of tree-like, though, too. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it is tree-like. In most depictions, the body of the Wendigo appears, like, emaciated, and it's supposed to have, like, a heart of ice. Um, Usually they're skeletal-like in gray, kind of like they're decaying. And uh, the body usually has super long arms and, like, kangaroo-type legs, those, like, bipedal legs with, like, knees and shit. Um... So their knees are bent like at 85% of the time. So their legs are like pretty Sounds angry. Very uncomfortable. I've never been a Wendigo. I don't know. But I assume it would be. Um, and then if you want to see a picture, just go to the Creepy Cryptid Crypt Instagram. I will post one after this episode is released. And you can take a gander so you can get a better idea of what the fuck to avoid in forests. So... Um, And this terrifying creature is usually found in the plains areas, the Great Lakes, and most of the forests back east. There have been reports of some in the forests of Canada, and also some have been seen in the Pacific Northwest. So, basically, they're everywhere. It's fine. It's fine. We're surrounded by Winnebago's. Winnebago's? Winnebago's? (laughs) Using one of many terms. We actually are surrounded by Winnebago's out here specifically, but yeah, that's fine. Um, so the Wendigo is said to be an evil spirit that possesses humans, and it typically goes after people who are either weak-minded, greedy, or just generally terrible human beings. Um, I think we saw 
a little bit of that in that film, Antlers. So if you're curious, go watch it. I can't remember where the hell we watched it. But that's because I we watch so many scary movies. Too many to choose from. Was it Prime? I don't know. Google it. You'll find it. It's fine. Um, but so the traditional story is that there uh, is like a greedy person or a lost hunter who had to turn to cannibalism. And then like they would become this Wendigo creature. Uh, I personally think either are possible. You know, I'd love to, you know. See, I forgot about this now. <laughs> I said I'd love to have the opinion of that adorable TikToker with the masters in mythical folklore to see what she says. She's super adorable. She does all of these quick, like, three-minute educational videos. Um, I will go find her at the end of this episode so you guys can go follow her. It's a lot of really interesting information. I didn't know you could masters in that, but it's really cool. It's fantastic. Yeah. So We need her take. We do. She probably has already done one. I haven't been through all her episodes. Um, anyways, when you become a Wendigo or you become possessed by the Wendigo, like you turn into that giant fucking icky monster and you start killing and eating everyone around you. Um, and you usually, as a victim, when you're encountering one, you get like super cold and you smell like a icky, putrid, death-like smell before you see them. So you can feel cold and you can smell icky things before you see them. It's like most bad ghosts or bad demons or bad entities, uh, really. And then in some of the indigenous lore, they make like really specific noises, which always adds to people's fears. So uh, like most monsters or cryptids, they have their own noises they make. In some, in some movies I've seen, they make the noise of like somebody you've been separated from in the forest. A lot of like bad cryptids who are forest related will do that to lure you away from your party and put you deeper and deeper into the forest that is creepy yeah so if you think you hear your name in the forest you don't just keep going <laughs> just keep going didn't hear your name um and the the mm, words the wendigo is part of the traditional belief system of many indigenous tribes like i said before and some of them include oh jeez, the Ojibwe, the Saltu, the Cree, the Nascapi, there you go, and the Inu. And um, the Wendigo specifically in those cultures is associated with long cold winters, periods of famine, and starvation. And then in their like realm of beliefs, like the Wendigo, like they're less humanoid looking than our versions. They're more like beastie creatures. So... A lot of different variations of how they look. Um, there is also this thing, which I think is really interesting, called Wendigo psychosis. Fun fact. So it's characterized by an intense craving for human flesh and an associated fear of becoming a cannibal. It also comes with hallucinations. Now, I didn't do thorough research into if it was visual and auditory hallucinations. I'm just going to assume it's, it's both. Um, but it's said to be a culture-bound syndrome, meaning that it primarily occurs in the Algonquin tribes in the U.S. and Canada. Fun fact. Yeah, it's interesting, though, because for the tribes that this is a legend from, they base it on, like, legit history of their people when they were stranded in mm -hmm. long winters and whatnot. And then you have this actual psychosis that is apparently argued. 
mm-hmm. to the same by psychiatrist, but it's also based on people getting stranded or people living in mm-hmm. remote, wintry sort of mm-hmm. conditions. So Yeah. Well, and you have to wonder if it's just like the Western medicine is like, oh yeah, this is psychosis, but like in traditional indigenous stuff, like it's an actual thing. Right. Oh, it's just the differences of opinion, I guess. Um, so like I said before, Wendigo can also disguise its voice to sound human, to lure its victims deeper into the woods, get you lost, get you scared, and then just eat you the fuck up. And then, um, like you said, with the tribes and stuff, they associate it with periods of famine and cold. And so a lot of tribes blame or associate missing persons to a Wendigo in their culture. And it's not anything new. This Mm-mm. goes back as far as like the 1600s. Yep. In terms of like sort of documented mm-hmm. cases, if you will. Yep. Um, and there are so many different stories of people encountering Wendigos. Um, so I'm only going to read one and it's super long. I found it on Reddit, which seems to be like. It's the most reliable thing there is. For cryptid encounters, it really is. It's really interesting. It's the new Wikipedia. Yeah, YouTube is all kinds of jacked up with it. And they're like, ooh, do do do. I got Sasquatch. Bye. Alright. So long. And this human has not identified them. Oh. Posted by Bradley Innovates one year ago. That's how they have identified themselves. So... Um, their story takes place in the back country of the area that they grew up in, and they said, be warned, this is scary. So, we are warning you all. There's your disclaimer. There's, there's no the turning back now. Nope, can't do it. So, the writer says, back in 2019, I remember there, were, there being a big uproar of unknown creatures roaming the forest like Bigfoot and SWs, but this story isn't about them. This story is probably one of the scariest things I think I've ever heard about, the Wendigo. A few months after one of my friends, Jacob, mentioned this big uproar, I went to see him since he had, nope, since I had been away enlisted in the U.S. Marine Corps. I got back after being discharged, and one of the things I did was go and see him. That was a long way to put that, but okay. Uh, So they were having a good time, and then he brought up the idea of going out to a little hangout spot his now ex-girlfriend took him to when they wanted to get away for a few hours. So I decided why not, grabbed my gun, and went out to this extremely secluded area and started messing around on the old dock that was there. This is already sketchy, okay. It had been pretty much forgotten by the looks of it, poorly maintained, and some boards were almost completely rotted through. And then about 30 minutes into shenanigans, I bet you they're just throwing rocks into whatever body of water is by the dock. It's just rock plugs. Um... But 30 minutes into the shenanigans, Jacob brought up the topic of the Wendigo. The name sounded a little scary, even for me. Curious, I asked him about it. He said that if you went into the woods and said Wendigo three times, you would come across the scariest looking thing you've ever seen. Now, let's not mix Bloody Mary up with the Wendigo. I don't think you can summon them like that. If anybody knows if you can, please let me know on the Instagram that I am incorrect. Happy to make that amendment. I feel like only a Wendigo could summon another Wendigo. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're, like... But they're probably not friends like that. I don't think think they're they're pack animals, yeah. Anyway. Uh, So this individual called his friend's bluff, told him to prove it. To this day, I wish I hadn't. Started walking on this little path that led deep into the thick woods close to the Alabama state line. 
walked for maybe 20-ish minutes and decided we were in a good spot. I feel it's worth knowing that it had been raining a lot over the past couple of days, so the ground was completely saturated with water. That's a bad idea. Let's go hunt for cryptids in saturated water. Get stuck in mud and die! Sorry. Uh, I turned to Jacob and he dares me to do it, so I stood there in complete silence. The rest of the forest was silent. Beside the tall pine swing in the wind, reluctantly, I started to say it three times slowly. Then nothing happened. I let out a sigh of relief at the fact that nothing happened. One thing about mine and Jacob's friendship is that we loved it when one of us proved the other wrong about something. And in our friendship of 10 years, I think it was one of the first times I had proven him wrong at anything. Oh, that's got to be like the best feeling ever until you were actually wrong. Um, And so we started to talk a little bit of shit back and forth to each other when we heard a noise in the distance. Me still having the reflexes I have from the Marines, I immediately snapped towards the direction of the noise. And then we were... I immediately snapped towards the direction of the noise that were just then turning into noises. I started to move closer to the then noises, and then shortly after we see a few coyotes running across the path 30 feet in front of us. Breathed another sigh of relief, but that relief was short-lived because I knew something was up. I didn't know what was up at first, but I just knew it was time for me and Jacob to leave. As we turned to leave the woods, all of a sudden, a tall pine pine tree started to groan and creak as it started to come down. Noticing this, and in a moment of pure instinct, I shoved Jacob toward forward as the tree came following th- falling through the rest of the branches and landed right in between us. Jacob let out a cry of terror as the tree landed, and I hopped the tree to get to him. I could feel his heart pounding like a drum as I grabbed him by the shirt and yanked him to his feet. He was still terrified and practically crying as I screamed at the top of my lungs, Move, Jacob. Fucking move now. Uh, I spun him around really hard, causing him to fall to his knees. I quickly got him up, and we both started to sprint down the path back in the direction which we came. I didn't dare look back, and neither did Jacob. I was sprinting through the woods when a familiar sound came from behind me. Jacob, Jacob, come quick. It was the sound of Jacob's younger sister, Olivia. Told you. Uh, He turned and tried to get past me. The whole time he was screaming, Olivia... I stopped him and said, Jacob, look at me. It's not her. Do you hear me? It's not her. Then another pine tree started to buckle and just in time to tackle Jacob to the ground to get us both out of the way. I screamed at Jacob once more, go, go, get out of here. As I was screaming, I pulled my gun out of my waistband and aimed it down. The trail direction once we came, Jacob made it to the opening of the trail and turned back and noticed I was still aiming my gun down the trail. And Jacob yelled, Bradley, get out of there. Come on, hurry. I turned and started sprinting towards him as I made it into the clearing a good 50 feet. I turned and Jacob and me both saw it. The thing we had ushered into showing itself the Wendigo. It stood about nine feet tall on its hind legs. There were practically no meat on its bones. It had really skinny legs and even skinnier arms. Its skin a pale white, almost like a vampire's. But the thing I noticed the most about it were the eyes. A vibrant blue, almost like lightsaber blue for those who have seen Star Wars. Having had enough fear, I raised my gun and fired at the Wendigo. Jacob, not sticking around to see if I had killed it, turned and ran towards the car. I turned and did the same thing as he passed me. That was my first experience with this so-called Wendigo, and I pray almost every night I never have to encounter anything that terrifying again. <sighs> so, Obviously, it was an adolescent, sort of nine feet tall. Yeah. A baby. Just a little, little baby. Little baby. Probably just wanted to play. Yeah. <laughs> the first comment directly underneath says, yeah, you're not supposed to say names of creatures in the woods. You're just telling them to come I mean, find you. That's like wood creature basics. Yeah. Hmm. 
Somebody underneath here states that uh, Wendigos are usually found in threes. Oh, are only found in three estates. But I don't think that's right. That's fine. So that was the most popular Wendigo story on Reddit, albeit it's not very colorful, but I don't think we could have expected them to stick around any longer than they did, quite frankly. So don't go into wooded areas. Well, and also it apparently seems to be uh, a little more prevalent in Canada in recent years. Yeah. So that's accurate. Yeah. There's even a, some have given a, Named a capital. Oh. For like the capital place of where Wendigos are found. In the land of Canada? Yeah, Kenora, Ontario. Oh. So apparently, if you're in that area, you're in prime. Prime Wendigo country? country. Maybe uh, don't go asking them to show themselves there because that sounds like a bad idea. Right. But don't try to put your friends wrong in the Canadian woods. Or any woods, really? I mean, just There's no need to do that. Don't summon shit if you're not ready to deal with it. Even if you have the instincts of a marine. I just don't think you need to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's funny now that I was reading this story the second time around. I was thinking about our marine friend who was actually named Jacob. Mm. So my brain was putting them all together. I was like, wait. Oh, well, anything else we can find on the Wendigo over there, Dr. Manhattan? It's not as much as the internet seems to have. Yeah, they're very elusive creatures. Can't say I blame them. <laughs> I also think that if the tribes know more than they know, they're sure shit not going to tell us about it. Also, if talking about it in wooded areas summons it, they're definitely not going to do that either. So. Yeah. Avoid long winters alone, and you should be fine. And maybe, like, just generally be a nice person, and it sounds like you should be fine? There is that. Maybe. Yeah, you can toss that in there as well. Yeah, don't be greedy. Don't be a dick and avoid the winter. Yeah, there you go. Always live in Hawaii. I don't know. Well, that's all I have on this creature. Shout out all the Wendigos out there. Oh, boy. Thanks for... Listening to our first cryptid episode, y'all. Actually, I think this is our second cryptid episode. I apologize. I forgot about our Australian Yeti. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like the podcast, please like, follow, subscribe. Tell your friends. We're super cool. I'm super cool. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode next Wednesday to tell you about a bonkers murder. So.